Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. I'm your host this evening, Stephanie, and welcoming back for his comeback stage, hey. we have K-Pop B-Boy Supermatic. What's up, what's up? Thanks so much for having me back. So good to be back with you lovely ladies once again here on the K-Pop Cast. And also welcoming back our BTS, behind the scenes, <laughs> helper, Rama. Hello, hello. Good to be back with you guys. Thanks for having me. And you might notice that there's a big gaping hole for our... DJ P. Low. We really miss him, but you know what? He's been on like every single episode since the beginning of time, so we decided to give him a break. Love you, Peter. Well earned. See you next time. (laughs) Well earned vacation. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So today we'll be talking about Stray Kids new music video District 9 yeah we'll be letting you know if we find the song to be Daybok or not but before we dive into that first let's do our hit replays hit replays are songs we recommend you put on repeat or replay for the week so, Matt, kick it off. What's making you hit replay? Ah, man, you know, a lot of great music that came out today. If we weren't doing Stray Kids, then I feel like we would have been doing this instead. We've got Monster X, them boys with another strong comeback in Jealousy. Oh, <laughs> and their new album, The Connect. And Jealousy's just a bop. I mean, it's another high-energy song. We know Monster X to come with that loud, aggressive bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. And this is another one that's uh, also like kind of different, though. A little more subdued. Steph, I think you said you actually turned up your volume for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, choreo on point, vocals on point, the raps on point, just MX always on point. Hit replay for sure. So, how about you, Ramon? What's got you hitting replay this week? For this week, uh, I have to say 101's Boomerang. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I just listened to it yesterday. I'm uh, loving the trap beats, the mesh with the EDM, and a bit of hip-hop. It keeps you going and going and hits you back pretty much like a boomerang. Ah. Uh, <laughs> see what you did there? Yeah. For me... It's definitely a catchy song. Uh, 101 is still a new group that I have yet to fangirl over. So yeah, it's a very good introduction and I'm excited to hear more of their songs as well. Wing, 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 wing. Boomerang. How about you, Stephanie? What's making you hit replay? Well, love you guys' hit replay picks, first of all, but just want to take it down a notch and introduce more of a soulful groove to to take us down into the evening. My hit replay is Kwasa from Mamamoo and her new solo hit, Dabdabedzine which means like calm down or be calm and honestly you listen to that song it calms you right on down (laughs) so gotta listen to it yeah she's got great vocals i hadn't really been familiar with her before but i'm definitely putting this straight on the playlist for replay
Awesome, I'll give all those a listen. So let's move on to our Daybok or Not for Stray Kids District 9. Psych the Digibot So diving right into the concept here, I'm going to walk you through a little bit of what we're seeing in the video, what's happening. So right off the bat, we see the nine boys, the stray kids, all dressed in white, which gives the feeling of them being you know, pure, clean, but it's also a sterile environment and what looks like this dark dystopian world where they're obviously you know, conforming or maybe even were manufactured to look a certain way. We hear this voiceover of a voice saying, warning, containment breach detected in sector four or something. It's all very <laughs> official yep. and scary. And we're like, oh, snap, the boy's about to bust out this joint. So <laughs> alarms go off. They're driving a school bus. It's plowing through some gates. This is an escape mission. And mm-hmm. we're like, yes, get out of there. I don't even know what they're escaping from. I don't know where they're at. But <laughs> all this to say the video starts off with a bang and it tells a very clear story. The boys are trying to escape the life that they're confined to and the visuals of the video lend themselves perfectly to this District 9 story. Mm-hmm. For the second half of the video, they get into this bus and they change out of their white clothes into more like baggy, dark clothes and they crash the bus out of the fake world that they were in. It looks like the dome or something. They crash out of the windows and then they are in what looks like a, a warehouse with old junk cars and stuff. And then there's just fire and water and they're dancing around and then it turns into normal K-pop world. So, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, so that's what we're seeing in the video. A lot for the eyes to take in. But what does mm-hmm. it all mean, Matt? You want to take it away with some theory on this? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, uh, um, shout out as always to the ever amazing K-pop junkie who is a contemporary of ours. And he's a theory vid that he released on this, which I actually do find myself subscribing to. It's no coincidence that this song shares the same title as the movie from quite a while ago, also called District 9, which itself was also all about separation and being different. We have these nine stray kids who know and embrace the fact that they are different from the rest of the pack. And this takes the film's concept and flips it upside down because the boys want to be the outcasts. And they proudly proclaim that they will be the difference in this otherwise fake, mass-produced world that they are being forced to live in, which they break out of. And you know, it's also reflective of the fact that JYP himself, he's doing something very unprecedented for a rookie group in K-pop. He's letting them be self-produced. They wrote their own songs and they produced their own songs for their own debut what? album. What? It's so different of JYP. That's crazy. That's right? risky. Right? <laughs> JYP. 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 
End of an era. Mm -hmm. So anyway, any more additions you want to make? Maybe uh, Ramon, I believe you had a few interesting comments to say on this. Yeah, definitely. I think having been a fan for a while, a lot of the K-pop groups that debut have been kind of seen with the label of coming out of the K-pop factory. Um, mm. A lot of a lot of groups have go go through this uh, training period of at least like four four to five years and some sometimes they don't even debut and there's different changes with group members and I feel that in Stray Kids they're kind of challenging that idea of being different of not being factory produced of not all being the same and going through that whole type of idea with them all looking very similar in the beginning with white clothes staring into a flower wall and finally breaking into a new definition of who they are and being very bold and different and kind of challenging that whole debut process as a new upcoming band in 2018. Um, so it's very cool to see that they're producing and writing their own songs and it's kind of challenging that whole uh, formula that many k-pop bands grow through from the past years of the k-pop industry yeah that's a little bit what i've gotten um uh, from the video but uh let's talk about the dancing oh yeah hey. that's what i'm talking about i know right yeah so I, th I think that the dancing is one of the most dynamic parts of the video for me there's so much jumping and these big like fast sweeping movements i know matt as a b-boy you must be <laughs> super impressed right Oh, definitely. Proud to see these boys representing. <laughs> but uh, in addition to that, just the choreo and the dancing overall, I love it. it. It's got explosive moments. There's a great moment where I believe it's in the second chorus. All nine members link arms together and they do like this rotation out. It's just, it's amazing. And there's also clearly highlights for certain individuals, like, for example, the three Racha hip-hop subunit members, which are <laughs> nice. Jisung, Changbin, and Bangshan. Like, they each get their parts to shine during the choreo, kind of like where they're controlling the rest of the group. Mm -hmm. And then I also really like the chorus and point dance when Chan is in the middle and he does this, like, pulling motion, mm -hmm. which initiates the rest of the group to mm -hmm. jump and spin, almost as if he just pulled the lever on an explosion. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Kaboom. I like it. It's definitely has that strong b-boy presence, but also a bit of their boldness combined. Yeah. Cool. So moving on to the audio. I mean, for me, this song is just high energy. It's in your face right off the bat. Um, it didn't really impress me that much production wise the first time I listened to it, but it's growing on me with every listen and it's getting more catchy, especially the chorus. I personally will be adding it to my hashtag beast mode playlist. <laughs> it's definitely great motivation for working out. Yeah, I do like the whole back instrumentalist, really guitar based. It's kind of has a really cool trippy chorus beat. I don't know how to describe that instrument, but if anyone like has an idea what that is, please let me know. Uh, I know that for me, I mean, maybe it's because I've been building myself up because I've been following this group even before pre-debut. I mean, they had uh, Elevator and then they had Gurr and also Young Wings, but this one just had me hooked from that first opening riff. I mean, Lino comes in, he does a great job with that intro before Hyunjun takes over and he just quickens the pace right away. And then we get to the chorus with Chan coming in and that drop though! <laughs> That drop just comes in and then like you just you know that you're in for something high energy, fast paced and aggressive. 
and then that second verse that goes to the rap line, it went by so fast. I was like, wait, we're in the chorus already again? But that being said, I mean, I do wish, I do wish the second verse was a little longer. But on that same note, I guess that's just props to Han and or Han and Chengbin for absolutely killing their raps. They just yeah. went in hard on those. Uh, I do want to spotlight a certain member though. The highlight for me, Felix. His lines, ad libs, his refrains, like they just add that much needed touch to display this group's passion and fire. And if you notice, I feel like it was a smart choice for him to be the only one who actually says District 9 throughout oh, the entire song. That's him. <laughs> yep. Like at the end of every course, he's the one that, that says, like, I don't, I can't say it in Korean because I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> but in English, he says, get out. This is our district, District 9. Like, that's yeah. him. That's Felix. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he has charisma like crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Gosh, I I can't believe it's that time already, you guys. Mm-hmm. It's time for wow. our final scores. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dang. Did we like? skip a section because yeah. we're moving really fast, fast. yes yeah, i think it's because minutes. we miss peter in his I know. insights <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> peter save us <laughs> all right so on the concept ramen why don't you tell us what you thought yeah so for me the concept i really like it i have to give it a four in that for the new bands that are coming i'm very happy that they're being very bold they're going with that concept of you know don't let negative vibes kind of hurt you and going along with the whole in your face kind of thing i always liked that since like 2009 with previous girl groups but i'm happy to see that guys are also killing it as well so for me i give it a four pretty high yeah what about you matt uh you know i'm I was pretty much virtually like right there in the same train of thought mm-hmm. of you, Ramen. Like we're virtually in the same boat. I actually found myself giving this concept a three point seven five, so Ooh. almost a four. Only reason like why I dinged it a little bit, which I'll get more into later, was because a lot of the uh, sentiments I've been seeing go around, which I do agree with, is that it's amazing to see stray kids being bold and doing something different like mm-hmm. you said but it also feels like this whole concept of being rebellious is almost kind mm. of repetitive borderline played out mm. yeah i see what you mean yeah <laughs> but that said i mean this group clearly has a lot of potential i'm looking forward for more for them how about you stephanie what score yeah. did you give this one i totally agree with matt while the concept is tight mm. and goes along with the movie theme and with the lyrics really well i do think that the whole high school kid rebellious thing mm. is maybe a little overdone <laughs> or even gotten to the point where that's the conformity <laughs> is that yeah, everyone does first, yeah. everyone's doing it these days and I expected a little more from them mm-hmm. so uh, I don't want to ding them too much I'm gonna give a 3.7 on this so still pretty uh-huh. high yes. mm. still in that range nice sweet. So let's move on to audio. I like to yeah, give it a four. I did not expect the chorus instrumental. It was kind of like, oh, whoa, okay. <laughs> and also 
having that instrumental of a guitar. I really, I really am like a low key rock fan, so I do like that. The, also, the rap verses. I feel like the verses were very rap based, um, which is kind of different. Mm. But what do you guys think? Correct me if I'm wrong. You feel like the verses were kind of weird, or what you guys thought about the audio? To be honest, I don't remember the verses that much. What sticks mm-hmm. in my head is like the first two lines of the chorus. Where they're just shouting as loud as they can, and then yeah. when they say District Nine, <laughs> those are the iconic parts of the audio for me. With that said, that means the rest of the song is pretty forgettable mm. to me personally, and I'm gonna have to take it down to maybe three point two, three point two. Yeah, not not really a fan. <laughs> and when you said that JYP was not involved and let them write it themselves, <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe oh. that's. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he should have. Maybe they're so young, and yeah. so maybe that that's why they did something that's more conventional. But, but does it work? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Yeah, no. Um, audio. I think I was like a little more uh, critical, or sl- at least a slight bit, just because while this is a great song to listen to, I definitely will be bumping it as well. Like re repeat, replay all that. This is going into my beast mode <laughs> gym playlist. Nice. Uh, it's just. You made a point earlier, Stephanie, while we were preparing for this episode that I totally agree with. While it's great and a hype song, it doesn't sound like anything brand new. Mm. It sounds like anything that could have come out within the last five years, to be honest. And I agree with that. I mean, this sounds like something that could have been put out by Monster X, Icon, maybe even their label mates got seven with Mm. Collapsedon, like what they've been doing recently. So while it's a great listen, I just wish that they came at us with something a little more different. So for that, I'm giving them a 3.5. All of that and then 3.5. I'm too nice. I I realize I'm way too nice. What Um, what did we expect from you? I'm way too nice. I'm very curious to what fans have to say, though. Yes, yes. We will be getting into listener feedback in a second. But before that, let's find out. Was Stray Kids District 9... Daybuck or not? <laughs> Raman, mm-hmm. you're up. I think for me, it was Daybuck. I think good, strong presence. And I, I want to see more of it. I want to see this. I want to see Stray Kids kill it more. Uh, and kind of show their presence as being different and producing their songs. Uh, I'm all for it. So for me, it's Daybuck. How about you guys? I like that they're producing their own songs. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do a great job here. So, ah, uh, gosh. Struggle. Like, my, my scores are above threes, mm-hmm. sure. But honestly, overall, I'm going to put it in the not category. I wanted more. Ooh. All right. Okay. How about you, Matt? Oh, I don't know. Daybuck. What did you expect, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm loving it. Like, I totally agree with all the critiques that both of you had pointed yeah, out as well. No. And you've heard my own. But yep. it's just, I, I feel like this was a good outing for their first time around, especially with this being their official debut. And the fact that they're self-produced, I want to be optimistic and give them the benefit of the doubt that they can do even better. I mean, if you think about self-produced groups in K-pop nowadays, which in itself is a rarity, mm-hmm. a good example or a role model to follow would be Seventeen, because mm-hmm. they also produce all their own songs. Yeah. <laughs> So let's see if Stray Kids can tap into that same level of success. I hope so. Great point. (laughs) Excited. All right. So getting into our listener feedback section, 
I want to remind all of our listeners to be sure to join us for our weekly K-pop Twitter chats on Tuesdays at hashtag K-pop chat, led by none other than our resident K-pop b-boy, Supermatic. Hey, thanks for that stuff. You know, it's really fun to do these, actually. We had one today, and I just really love engaging with our audience, as well as meeting new and familiar faces, and just connecting with K-pop fans all over the world. It's truly amazing, and it makes every Tuesday just that much better. (laughs) And, you know, on that note, uh, we actually did get a little bit of great feedback regarding Stray Kids, since that's a hot topic today, from none other than one of our other fellow K-pop podcast contemporaries, Rodri, at Rodri Rodri. And basically summing up what he had to say regarding uh, District 9, he said, Not for me, I love the rock guitar and that drop is so good, but the Rebellious Kids concept seems cliche and forced these days. The choreo is totally on point, but overall, this could have done much better. However, that rock and high note combo just gets me pumped every time I hear it. How about you, Roman? Any interesting listener feedback you want to highlight? Yeah, definitely. I would love to highlight uniquely me underscore Casey. They had mentioned, while I'm not a Stray Kids fan, I do like the vibe they're going for with I Am Not. But once again, production and beat-wise, I wanted more. Like the breakdown mm-hmm. of one of rappers, one of the rappers did in the MV, where the beat shifted to match how he rapped. Had this whole song been like that, it would have kept my attention. There is something going on right now where K-pop artists are playing it safe, beat and production-wise. Or maybe it's always been this way and I'm just noticing it. But for me, if the beat isn't there plus meaningful lyrics, it doesn't catch or keep my attention. Mm. I totally agree with that. I'm also in the same boat as well. Oftentimes when I listen to songs, the beats definitely get me hooked, but I also feel like there's a strong combination. It makes it more memorable when there's a meaningful lyrics behind it. Totally. How about you, Stephanie? So thank you, Supermatic and Raman, for going through all the feedback we received yeah. on Twitter. Uh, but let's yeah. not forget about our SoundCloud as well. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been the first the first platform where we started uploading the podcast. And one of our longtime fans, Ricky Woodson, is back again with some hey. awesome comments on Ricky. our J-Hope episode from two episodes ago. Ricky says... Being an example where you're a role model and you rep your country and in some cases your race in the media, it's always best to put your best foot forward. So Ricky is talking about how J-Hope's lyrics refer to how K-pop idols are kind of restricted or confined to always put a face on for the fans and to not get involved in any scandals. They can't really live the life they want. That's what the song talks about. And Ricky says, hey, you know what? That's probably not so bad. You are a celebrity, so you are a role model. Now, this dress code and dating thing's got to go. Let people fall in love and dress (laughs) normal, but that's about as loose as I can get, LOL. (laughs) Thanks, Ricky. I I think you you make a lot of sense there. Um, Like, celebrities are role models, and I think maybe the celebrities here in the U.S. could have, they could take a page out of the K-pop idols book on that. There's so many scandals over here. (laughs) I'd love to see that. (laughs) We'll be nice to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Thanks for listening, everyone, and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends about K-PopCast. All right. This is so much fun, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Signing off, we'd love to know 
where we can get in touch with you on the interwebs, and what is your favorite K-pop video inspired by a Hollywood movie? Well, as always, of course, you can find me on Twitter at Supermatic, which is S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C. And even if it's not for the K-pop chat, just talk with me in general. I love the conversation. <laughs> and uh, as for the question, ooh. Can I cheat a little with my answer and go with my lovely angels of twice with Cherub? Sure, <laughs> that do was that. like nine <laughs> sources of Hollywood film inspirations. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> All right, we'll give it to you. <laughs> All right, how about you, Steph? All right, for me, I gotta go with my girls, the brown eyed girls. Ooh. They have had so many iconic, just girl power packed music videos but they did one called Kill Bill which Ooh. as you can imagine is super badass everyone should go check it out it's an oldie but goodie <laughs> definitely definitely alright so you can find me on twitter at sparker2 Ramen, what about you? Um, for me, I have to say Pinocchio FX. Yeah, oh. it's definitely an oldie, um, but goodie. But I really like that uh, song when it came out uh, with FX. Uh, it's very catchy. Uh, and yeah, you guys can also follow me on Instagram at Bowl of Ramen. And does the the video have like Pinocchio imagery? I don't remember. None of the members end up looking like Pinocchio, but it was just like <laughs> one, one whole <laughs> loosely inspired. Like, yeah, well, a guy being like Pinocchio and stuff. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that. Oh yeah. my gosh, I think we all need to do a, a retrospective and go check out all the all the K-pop videos oh, yes. we we missed years so, ago. I know. Be hey. <laughs> I'd be down for that. Totally. <laughs> all right. Cool. And don't forget to tell us your answer. What's your favorite K-pop video inspired by a Hollywood movie? By tweeting us at the K-pop cast. All right. Sweet. All right. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. We look forward to yeah. seeing you again next week. And we should have our beloved Peter back on the show as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Peace out. Woo. See you guys soon. <laughs> First, let's do our hit replays. Cute bumper music. You should put that in the, in the <laughs> Exactly. Yeah.